With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning, America. Welcome to your morning. Maggie's in the studio. <laughs> Maggie got home yesterday. We picked her up at the airport. I picked her up at the airport late at night. And it was the first airport pickup in a while where neither one of us was making a, a TikTok. TikTok. I was really proud of that moment. It was really nice. Yeah. And the cop was kind of shooing off all the cars. Oh. And I did a good job of like timing and pacing and trying not to annoy the police officer, but still getting up there and getting you. And I didn't even see a cop. I know. See what I mean? Crazy. All good. But welcome to Atlanta. Thank you. I missed it. And welcome to the podcast, everybody. We are so glad we have this thing happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Since I had posted a few TikToks about me being sad and missing home. I know. People checked in on me, which was really like made my heart really sweet. I ran into a friend at a coffee shop and she goes, she's like, you were on my heart recently. When are you going home? And I was like, (laughs) Sunday. And she goes, good (laughs) and I was like yeah I'm oh man it's just pure joy though to be home to be with you guys to be with our dogs you gave us a little grief on our dogs though oh because what did you do to them (laughs) guys I walk in my house at like 11 and I look at my dogs we have one smaller dog named Spencer who's like a chihuahua mix and then one larger dog who's like a border collie his name is Simon Simon looks like he's lost 10 pounds, but just, it, he has lost weight, but his fur, he's lost so much fur and his fur's like a different texture now too. And mm. he, like, he's not as soft and fluffy. No. I think it's the shampoo we used, like a horse hair shampoo kind of, remember that, how that made your, your hair all brittle? It was a similar kind of it dog It was supposed shampoo. to make my hair grow faster and look better, but good to know five years after that it had, <laughs> had a different effect. I never complained because it's cheaper than regular shampoo. <laughs> um, and then Spencer <laughs> just has like a three-inch patch shaved oh, yeah. off his back. Yeah, he's got like a, the reverse mohawk <laughs> on his butt. He was at the vet. And, and your mom's friend, Tony, took him to the vet as a favor because we were busy doing other things. And Do you have a mic, mom? Oh, crap. She, okay. Mom will just have to tell me what I'm missing and I'll yeah. repeat it. Or you could just jump in. You delivered it if, so well, mom. If you want to like boost me out of this chair at any point, and really, we need to roll the intro music at some point. Well, we'll get there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but then please do. You'll just tag me out and you can have the chair for a minute. <laughs> yeah, tag me out. So, um, anyways, so Spencer was itching, mm-hmm. and Tony took him to the vet about something else completely. Mm-hmm. And noticed he, and the vet noticed he was itching and said, "Do you want me to check on that and see why he's itching there?" And and she said, "Well, sure, I guess." So they took a little, like like the the trimmer. What do you call it? Trimmer, shaver, <laughs> and just did a like a reverse mohawk down his back and his butt. The way mom said it was, she said. <laughs> that the the lady the nurse or veterinarian was holding it and she looks at tony and goes do you think that she'd mind if we shaved it and tony was like well and she just goes (laughs) (laughs) yeah like if you need (laughs) done because he was itching are you kidding me 
Yeah. He's a dog. I think he's a little <laughs> self-conscious about it, though. I know. At the dog park. But walking in to just see the two of them, I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my gosh. I'm home Guys, just in time. I'm so sorry. I know. <laughs> well, I think it's just in time for us to start the podcast. So Roll. The intro music. Bags and dads, wholesome chaos. Bags and dads, wholesome chaos. Do you guys want to hear my big announcement? Just like starting it off. Big announcement. Yes. Remember, I told you guys that I had to tell you something. Okay. I. Wait. Should I be sitting down? <laughs> you are sitting down. Okay. Yeah, you okay. <laughs> you should stand up. Um. No. Uh. Oh, maybe this is like absolutely just a family conversation that shouldn't be happening on a podcast, <laughs> but it's, it's not, a, it's not like anything crazy, but I've been considering it and I had a conversation. So if you hate this idea, blame Matt King. Oh, geez. <laughs> you know, Matt, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, I've been considering getting LASIK eye surgery. Okay. And that's, that was the announcement. I didn't deliver that. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided that I want to do it. And Matt gave me the name of the doctor that him and like a lot of our friends out in LA used. Um, and so I have like a consult where I can just go see what that would be like. Good. You guys like it? You like yeah, the totally. Oh, cool. Your mom and I both had eye surgery to correct I know. our vision. I know. And I didn't know because I'm still quite young. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a little, a lot of times people wait until they're older to get it. But I think that's more of just like, it's not, it, it is a financial investment and like that's not as pressing i guess when w- like as you're still gathering funds and like working you know it's not top of mind on spending i will tell you once you've had the experience of not being able to see and having corrective lenses like contacts and glasses and con- you know you're going back and forth do you remember when you first got glasses yeah. and how the world came into focus and you're yeah. like oh my gosh the world is beautiful and i remember you telling me your experience with that too oh yes yeah and with the movie theater for sure when i was working there and yeah and just realizing that details exist in life yeah well, you you notice right now i am not wearing contacts and my glasses are on top of my head and that's <laughs> a few days ago guys <laughs> i literally i got in a very powerful mode where I was like, I like mind over matter. (laughs) I'm going to stop wearing contacts and glasses and make my eyes adjust. (laughs) And they, they haven't yet. It does sound like me, right, honey? (laughs) They have not adjusted yet. Well, what I was going to say is that same feeling when you see the detail in the leaves and like, oh my gosh, the world is so beautiful. When you have adjustment, like eye surgery, and then you can see like that all the time, it's still mind blowing, like in the same next level mind blowing. I remember for me, it was waking up in the middle of the night and looking at the alarm clock. Oh my gosh, yeah, and you the don't alarm have to guess. clock is like focused. Like, <laughs> yeah, is it is it six or eight? eight or uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's L o'clock. I'm not sure what that means. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's crazy, and just I. I can't wear glasses for so much of what I do. Just like even right now, I could have them on, but we're in a studio. There's glares and stuff. Not really, actually. It's very well lit. Good, good job, mom. <laughs> but but um, for a lot of stuff, like on set, I can't wear glasses, obviously. And my eyes dry out so quick when I'm on set with contacts on just because the lights and you get into something and like then my eyes just go like fuzzy <laughs> for like the entire take and I can't do anything about it. Um, Except... Just act. Except just act. Yeah. (laughs) Just, (laughs) yeah. 
So well, you look great without glasses. You look great with glasses. Thanks. I am a little sad where it's like you'll you'll still wear God. You'll get some like clear lenses that you wear just. For yeah, fun. but I I have an issue with that as a legitimate glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I do you love be a hypocrite. That's the thing. It's not, I don't want to get LASIK because I don't like wearing glasses. I just can't wear glasses for a good bit. And I'm so sick of putting in contacts every morning. Yes. You don't want to be confused of being a visionist. I have no idea what, is that a real thing? Well, that's like an ableist when you make fun of people who have disabilities. If you're, if you have good vision and you wear glasses. Well, it's just, it's silly to me because I guess since I get it though. Like I never broke a leg as a child, but I did buy crutches at one point just because I wanted to know what it felt like. Like no, I so, think I we had them laying around though. Yeah, from a previous injury. You, you guys, do you ever remember letting me take them to a like dance class one day? Just yeah. so you didn't have to dance? No, I have that memory in my brain where I maybe it, maybe I it's made up. I don't think you asked us permission. You just did it <laughs> because you. you yeah. I don't know what memories are real and what I made up at this point, but that's actually Welcome so scary. Welcome to the, the real world. I mean, that's that's the case. <laughs> but I have this very, I have this memory in my head where I'm at dance class and I'm in and somebody comes up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, what happened? And in my head, I'm like, that's so silly. They would ask. They should know this is a joke. <laughs> it's like, no, why would anyone think that I was kidding while walking in on crutches? I remember having crutches around the house and thinking, well, I'm not hurt now, but I want to practice with these. So when I am hurt one day, I can be mm. really good on crutches and like do all these tricks and things. Like I imagine being able to do like handstand on crutches and That'd be wild. I, I worked on that kind of thing for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So we're also shooting video today, which is great. We've got the cameras rolling and the set looks awesome. It's a very, it's like being in an art gallery because we've got the, the paintings behind us, which are the ones my mother did, Diana Thurman both abstract and in the center, instead of the wholesome chaos sign, we have the painting from my sister, Sandy, which is an older painting, also an abstract. I love that. Normally that's behind my uh, my desk. We've taken so many guesses as to what it is, like what you see. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. I love this painting. Yeah, me too. I'm not even sure it's right side up right now. Cause mom, no such thing. Exactly. But I think it's, I think it's upside down. Watch the video, go out to the podcast and see what you think as well. You could also mm. go out to a different website. Yes, and get your own artistic products and get your own amazing gifts because you know what? It's that time of year where we all need to be looking for those special gifts for secret someones. And if you haven't finished your holiday secret shopping yet. Secret someones? Yeah, secret. Special se someones. Special someones or secret. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe you're the secret Santa. Secret Santa, that's that's what he was saying. That's what I was saying. And then in which case you're the secret someone. Right? If you <laughs> You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't finished your holiday shopping yet, don't panic. That's what I'm saying. Because we've got a secret source. See? There, I There's think the secret, a secret was coming. Yep. For incredible original gifts, and that is Uncommon Goods. Yes, that's right. Uncommon Goods has the absolute best gifts for any everyone and anyone in your life. <laughs> We're talking moms, dads, teens, in-laws, besties. You're one and only, and it's not stuff you can find anywhere. Uncommon Goods has unique and creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists and makers. So skip the gifts that scream last minute. 
and find something <laughs> truly original at uncommongoods.com. You know what? I was up there and I was looking at some of my favorite gifts, shopping stuff um, for like cooking and things I would do for myself. And then I looked at like for walking the dogs. They have an umbrella and the umbrella, you can get it in any breed of dog. <laughs> so let's say you want to walk Spencer in the rain. He's a chihuahua. Yeah. You would have the Chihuahua umbrella. Is it for the human or for the dog? Well, you can do both. Oh, good, because our dogs don't have any hair anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Un- less to be wet. <laughs> I like that. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. Looking for a gift you don't have to worry about getting lost in the mail? Uncommon experiences are more than just virtual classes. They're unexpected opportunities to have fun and connect in new ways from tarot card reading, lunar astrology charting, cooking and mixology classes, crafts, gardening, and so much more. From art and jewelry to kitchen, home, and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone, not the same lackluster gifts you can find just anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give a dollar back to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash chaos. That's uncommongoods.com slash chaos for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods. We're out of the ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> Let me blow my nose so fast. I'll race you. <laughs> Being sick is so embarrassing. I know. I'm so I don't have COVID. We checked. I'm just sick, <laughs> which like it happens. But it's embarrassing. Mm. Like you, you feel apol. You have to be apologetic to everyone. You're like, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm feeling a little under the weather. Like da da da. da. Like I'm, a, I'm, I'm an adult, <laughs> but I feel like a like a baby. Well, you're home. You can recover, and you can just do things that'll make you better. Like, like I'll push you in the pool. Yes. Where it's- <laughs> 44 degrees in the water. I have a feeling you will. I think we're going to do it. But, you know, I think that might be good for your cold. And my career. (laughs) (laughs) Your body, when you go in the water, it's like a, it's like a, you've seen cold plunges. They they shock your system. Your body resets. Your endorphins fire off. Dopamine's like crazy. Your cells replace. Your blood cells are regenerative. And your cold, your sickness is like. I'm getting out of here. This person's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I did that a few weeks ago when I was a little under the weather. I jumped in the ocean. But now we're back here. <laughs> so maybe maybe it didn't do a great job. Well, you um, know where it wasn't cold? Where? Mexico. Yeah. Your mama and I just got back from Cabo. It, you, I told mom already, you looked so pretty on that boat, mom. In her dress with her straw cowboy hat. I told her, I said, that's something I would have worn. That was the most amazing experience because we had no idea what to expect. And you know how it is when you lower your expectations, you're just like, oh, whatever, Mm -hmm. we're gonna just go have a good time. And then it just got got progressively, yeah. I mean, they were low because we're in a beautiful spot, but it just got better and better and better and blew our minds. So I was there for for my speech. Mm -hmm. And this is a client I've worked with a few times, England Volker Snell Real Estate. They sell these luxury homes um, on the cliffs. I was there, I did that, that show, that speech on a, pool deck kind of area cliffside um, many months ago so I'm back again their annual kickoff training for the big season and um, they mom came with me we stayed for three nights at this lovely resort same place I stayed last time very luxurious like we loved it there 
And then while we were there, we got to go to great restaurants and like, it was just unbelievable. We felt so lucky. Um, and it kind of blew our, blew our minds because, you know, it doesn't take us a lot, a lot for us to be like happy or feel yeah. like life's really special. But what hit me was like, there's so many different levels of extravagance. You know, for some people, it's just like getting a warm shower or like a good mm-hmm. meal or a soft, cozy bed, things that yeah. we take for granted. Yeah. And, and that's quite honestly, that's enough to, yeah. to be really happy in life. And then to have like a clean hotel, like that's the, yeah. that's, a, that's really our standard. Yeah. Like, like as long as there's no bugs in the bed and no stains on the sheets and pillows. Which we've, we've experienced, which is why we're so happy when yeah. there's not. Exactly. It's like, that's, that's good. Yeah. And, and, um, and then this place was just mind blowingly good and beautiful. And again, I've been there before. It's called the Viceroy, Viceroy. And then another night we went to a different location, which we realized was like a whole different level from there. We went there for dinner, but we got the tour of the place and it's like where like really wealthy people go. <laughs> they have, every guest has their own butler Ooh. in this resort. When we were walking around the property, there was a couple, there were all these candles like leading out to the middle of a field and then there was this like pedestal and the stage and in the middle of the stage was this couple having dinner. And we're like, well, what's this? What's something going on? He's like, they just wanted a romantic dinner, and so we did this for them, and and so That's the, by request, yeah. It sounds like the White Lotus. Have you seen the White Lotus at all? Mm-mm. Ah, it's a it's a show on HBO. Um, what's her name? Jennifer Coolidge is in it, but it's about like the White Lotus are these different resorts that are just top of the top, like wealthy. Yes. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. <laughs> he even said if you um, wanted to, you could request fireworks show. For your, for your romantic dinner, like that's the next level. Mm-hmm. If you want to have your own private fireworks show, and one more zero <laughs> added. <laughs> fireworks show for one more zero. At least, at least. <laughs> the, the rooms were like you know. Oh, I bet. A couple grand starting, and then they went up from there. And then, the uh, there was a mansion on property with four bedroom mansion that was fifty thousand dollars a night. Fifty thousand dollars a night. A night. That. Yeah. But yeah. But that's you, a Tesla. But, but that you is have a your own Tesla ma- Model 3. But not only do you have your own butler there, you also have your own mas- massage therapist and your own chef. Included. Included. Okay, well, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then 50,000 is fine. four friends, you split it. You yeah. Know, it's, like, it's like not much. Yeah, exactly. I don't, need, I don't need LASIK this year. <laughs> how, how much is half a night? Maybe just a few hours. Maybe just a few hours. No. But again, so unnecessary. Because yeah. all we need is the clean bed. Because my client's in real estate and they are big ambassadors of Los Cabos, which is the Baja Peninsula, just below you, California. This is part of California. It just goes into Mexico. And that's where like Cabo San Lucas and where we were, Cabo San Juan. Um, Well, they said, what would you like to do? Would you like to go out on a boat? We're like, yeah, it sounds good. And so this captain, Captain Jacob, had uh, his own yacht and his crew, just a three-person crew, including him. And they asked us what meals we wanted and stuff. That's and crazy. Like, yeah. And then we, we took off. And we thought, mom thought at first it was like a party boat where there are going to be a lot of people. We'll meet people and whatever. Because on the on the website, it said it seats, it's like up to 10 people on, on this yacht. Anyway, it was just us. So all of this was just for us. And we got to go um, 
see we saw whales which we didn't i saw in the TikTok. yeah mm-hmm. amazing like family whales i caught a fish this is stuff like doesn't always happen although mom had a theory about the fish is that <laughs> is that while we were in the front of the boat like we were in the front of the boat talking and looking for whales and stuff that they have a fish that they just keep there. Oh, that'd be so funny. And, and they hook him and then they let him go and then they're like, fish on, and you catch the fish and then you catch the fish and they take him off and they put him back in the cooler and like they rest him for a little while. In a cooler? <laughs> He's dead? <laughs> no, no, he was alive. Then like he a, wasn't in a cooler. No, a wet cooler, like a water well kind of thing. Like This is her theory. This is her theory, like a water well. I'm finding, they, I'm so, finding some plot holes, mom. And he, you know, he does like three shows a day. You know, <laughs> lives on tips. By the end of the day, he's really easy to reel in. You know, man. <laughs> but, but no, it was it was really a special time and and very well deserved. And uh, especially for your mom, she really that's all about the kind of luxury she would never ask for, but absolutely deserves in her life. That sounds incredible. Yep, it is incredible. You had a question you asked me earlier. Do you want to ask me again? Oh, the question from our from our listener. No. The question we were talking oh, right before yeah, yeah, this yeah. podcast and we had to stop talking to each other because <laughs> we would just we were having such a good time well, talking. We were on a we made a TikTok. Yeah. And so we had the TikTok energy. Yeah. Came into the podcast and we're like talking and getting into it and cameras aren't rolling yet and you're like dad stop talking to me <laughs> <laughs> stop we're, we're going to run out of time so what i was asking about your ambition was mm -hmm. do you want to be famous what led into that we were I talking don't about um, in general you oh, red carpet oh the carpet yeah you, you're going to a premiere next week and a red carpet interview and you yeah. got your premiere coming out yeah and i'm gonna so you're like well i got to prepare for that I'll be doing more of that and yeah and I was like well how does that feel like is that something you really look forward to or no I I get really I don't I don't really like having my picture taken especially when I'm not the one in control of it um like Getty carpets are uh, they're 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 a lot and, and I've tended to skip them a lot this past year at events and stuff and I've decided to not do that anymore and to start doing them um just to be more comfortable with that. But I thought it was really interesting that you asked me if that was part of my goal, was to like be famous or if that's something I desired. And I literally, like something weird clicked in me because n yes and no, I don't really, I don't want to be famous to like be famous. No, like I, I love acting, that's like, my craft that I want to do what I love. And a lot of the times fame comes along with that. Mm -hmm. um, however, I also love to be included. Mm. Like there's so many times where events, um, you know, a friend will just be like, oh, just like tag along to this or come to this party. And I, I don't like going places where I am not personally invited or personally wanted there. Um, I, I feel like I'm intruding. I don't feel welcome, even if I totally could be. Um, if I'm not like personally invited, I just feel weird about it, but I want to be there. Like I want to be invited. I want to be included. And a lot of the times fame gets you included. Does mm. that like make sense? Yeah, I, I do. I, what I thought you were going to say is I don't want necessarily the, 
the celebrity for celebrity's sake, but I, I love acting and I want to be good at acting. Yeah. I'd like to be known because I'm good at acting. Yes, and yes, so and for like the stories I tell in these beautiful films and like everything like that. Yeah, exactly. And you have more opportunities. I was talking with some friends the other day because they were talking about a script one of their friends just turned down. And we were like, imagine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> imagine when you're at the point where you get to choose the stories you want to tell. Well, like that's so cool. Well, you've already done a little bit of that by saying, no, I don't want to do that. Or, yeah, I'm but... I'm not going to do this audition. Yeah, for sure. But you're but. still, like, it's still, like, hungry. Very yeah. hungry. Very much at the, at the early end you of your career. You work for it. Yeah, absolutely. And you Pain should always dues. work for it. But, like, you know, you, you really work for it. Everybody who succeeds says, hang in there. You know, like, oh, yeah. like it's going to, like, it's all a waiting game. It's a numbers game. It's a persistence game. Yeah, if you're the not right of, for it, you're not. The part about celebrity that I think about relative to you is because... I know how important it is that you are known and loved for who you are, right? And so I think there reaches a point. What I've observed with celebrity, even in some of the people we know, is maybe you do get included and you do get that special invitation, but now it's not so much that they know you and they're inviting you. They're inviting this idea of you that's connected to your image and your marketing and your PR and the roles that you've done in the past. And to me, that's what would feel like I'm still included but it still feels But they want hollow. something from me, kind of, like... Right. Yeah. Or it's the idea of me more than my actual self. I mean, it's a trap, because you're playing with... The whole industry is playing with this... It's a weird, yeah. This narcissism, mm -hmm. right? Because you have to be very self-centered and self-focused to improve yourself, to put yourself out there, to feel like you are worthy of those parts. And there's a danger there to get too self-focused. Yeah. And, and so that's... That's the game I see you trying to figure out. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely don't think my problem is thinking I'm like super deserving. Like, like, like how you were saying, like with the narcissism, um, I find that like I struggle more with like beating myself up and imposter syndrome of yeah. like, I actually don't deserve any of this. I don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve to be in these rooms, whatnot. And the cool thing about that is like talk to enough people and you find out a lot more people feel like that than just you, but sorry. Um, but a lot also don't like a lot where it is like, but I also understand being raised in LA and having so many people around you who are like always telling you yes like you are the best no criticism which is a legitimate thing for like a lot of people i can see how that it becomes very difficult to believe anything else mm -hmm. then you're perfect and you're killing every single aspect of your life mm -hmm. i don't know yeah and, and it's still precarious like no matter how much you've achieved if you you're only as strong as your weakest mindset or your most recent failure, like, I mean, just this morning, I lost a speech for next month to Waldo, who's a great, who's a great friend of mine. We were up for the same date, and it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't fight as hard. Um, you know, I'm not as good or whatever. It's like there's, even though you've had a long track record, um, I guess everybody's just, you get tired, you get weak, you get depressed, you get concerned, mm -hmm. and um, you know, it's all precarious perhaps highs and lows highs I, and lows man i can feel so confident and so incredible in myself one day but like, i'm the best actress on the planet and then the next day i'm like wow i literally can't do this at all i literally <laughs> can't do anything and i think it's just a, a balance of understanding that emotional emotions um range 
and that emotions aren't always rooted in fact. <laughs> They're rooted in the moment and, and certain circumstances that have have brought different emotions up. Yeah. And, you, and as an actor, you can use it all. Use it. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Are you interested in a metronome? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm, I know. You know, you know I, I've never had a good relationship with metronomes. <laughs> well, I think it would really benefit from having a good relationship, like working through it. For what? Could be your friend. At this point. Well, for music, for playing guitar, for all, you still play instruments, you still play yeah. music, you still write, you still practice. Yeah. Yeah. And timing is everything. So I have five <sighs> instruments. And the reason is it's for this thing I'm envisioning doing in a speech. And get this. So you have five different metronomes. They're all set to the same tempo, but you start them at different times. And so they're completely chaos. It's out of sync. Uh -huh. And then the metronomes sync to each other and they all How? sync up together. How? That's the crazy part. <laughs> so, we don't know. <laughs> no, I do know. So if you if you ever if you want to google this experiment, look up look up metronome syncing and you'll see what I mean. They do like like 40 of them at once in one, one video. And the platform that the metronome is on moves. So it's either swinging and this was discovered with hanging clocks. They were hanging clocks and they noticed that the clocks were hanging and sharing the same um, like pulley system. And because of that, they would affect each other. They like communicate through the pulley. But in this case, you could take like two soda cans and a little board or you know, a piece of cardboard, put it over there and put all the metronomes on there. Mm -hmm. And then when you think about it, some of those are more dominant than the others in hitting one side. And so that's going to affect the bass and that little minute effect oh, of the bass yeah, yeah, yeah. is going to create some extra energy on the other metronomes mm -hmm. and because they're all set to the same tempo eventually all that counteracting movement yeah evens everything out that makes and sense. so my thought was i'd be doing something like that for a speech mm -hmm. and i would do this experiment and you can see the metronomes all sync and so i ordered five metronomes but the ones i ordered are two are a little big and clunky and they don't necessarily it takes time and it just doesn't work very well but we, we waited too long to return them. <laughs> so I have five metronomes. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in a metronome, you want one? Okay, so we've got four, four metronomes. metronomes. <laughs> and so if you want one, just go to wholesomechaos.com, wholesomechaos.com, and where it says ask a question, you could go in there and you could say metronome and, and put, a, put your address. And as long as you're in the US, like I don't wanna send these things internationally. I'm sorry, because I know we got a lot of great, wonderful, amazing international listeners. Yeah. But I'd, I'd send a metronome out to you. Yeah. Yeah. First four. That's so sweet. First yeah, four. You know, and we can even <laughs> sign them. Maggie can sign them. No, you can. We, I mean, we can sign them. Yeah. But only if they want. <laughs> like, who wrote on this? <laughs> yeah. Well, we could write, like, you know, have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your tempo, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> um, I got my teeth cleaned this morning. Yes. And oh, am I about to expose myself like this? Uh, first time since 2017. I know, but the dentist said, the good job. Uh, yeah, no, I, I brush and I floss like every day. Um, 
I'm very good about that. No cavities, um, nothing. Uh, but my wisdom teeth are coming in. So that's a whole thing we got to figure out. Um, but it got me thinking. I want to see what they're doing in your mouth when they're cleaning. Uh, yeah. Because you don't want to see what they're doing with your wisdom teeth, though. No, no, no. Not with the wisdom teeth. But, like, when they're scraping and scraping and, like, what are they scraping? Because mm. she would, like, scrape and then, like, 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 oh, I hit the mic. And then, like, put whatever she just scraped, like, on something else. I'm like, what was it? Was that, like, my tooth? Do your teeth just get a little bit smaller plaque? every every teeth cleaning? <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, it's plaque. the it's the plaque that attaches to your teeth. They mm. don't take off the enamel mm. unless they do it wrong, I think. Mm. But they polish they polish it, but they have to a little scra- scrape off that that plaque or any kind of I don't know food particles stains that attach. Yeah. Well, while the lady who was cleaning my teeth, she was awesome. I want to I want to be her friend. She was so cool and great. But while she was cleaning my teeth, <laughs> she got to a point and she just stops and she goes, "Do you do you have a tattoo <laughs> like on your lip?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, yes, it totally slipped my mind." To like tell you that. And she's like, no, you didn't need to. It was just so funny. She thought it, at first she was like, are those veins? Like I have a, I have a lip tattoo on the inside of my lip. It says, howdy. Um, yeah, she, it just took her by surprise when she was cleaning my teeth. And we had a good little laugh about that. Um, but yeah, that also made me realize how long it's been since I had my teeth cleaned. Because I have not had my teeth cleaned with a lip tattoo. That's funny. And, but it's been long enough since your tattoo to um, also like give, blood. Can, give blood. Yeah. I need to give blood this week. Yeah. Because uh, there's a need and I'm way overdue. And you can give blood? You can give blood? Yeah, I can give blood now. Right. But we what should, about the cows? Go, go have a good bleeding. My mom couldn't give blood for a long time because she lived in Germany while there was a, a epidemic of mad cow's disease. Even though it was nowhere near her, she was not affected by it at all because she lived in Germany at a certain time. They wouldn't let her. Donate blood for a long, long time. And that got... Oh. Finally lifted it. That's what I wow. Yep. I thought it was because you were a heroin, heroin addict. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why would that... No, that's a terrible joke. No. Guys. Uh, she's always been my heroine. Oh, my gosh. Like, like hero one. Never happened. Never. <laughs> sorry. Um, that wasn't a good joke. But here's a question from... From Momo, which I think is, who says, uh, "Where'd you get Momo from?" It's because he says name Momo, but his email. Never mind. I can tell you his email. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say to use his name? Uh, it said name Momo. When, <laughs> then maybe don't say the other name. <laughs> okay, it's okay. It's not really his name. Did he leave a, a billing? There's a last name too. I didn't tell you that. Yes, you did. I did not. No, I didn't. There's what a, is it? Th- <laughs> <laughs> you almost said it. <laughs> Do any of y'all have a favorite joke thread you tell your friends and family when they, or joke threat that you tell your friends and family when they try to annoy you? I don't even know oh. why I read this question. I wasn't going to read this question, oh, but well, I, I'm here. in it now. Joke Personally, threat. I like defenestrate. So fenestra is the Latin word for window. And so defenestration is the act of throwing something or someone out of a window (laughs) specifically. 
I enjoy the podcasts a lot. Also, thank you for taking the time to make them. Momo. <laughs> but we know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Defenestration. What do you say? Mom says, I'm going to beat you. These are not good it's very jokes. Nice. Not very nice. I say, like, lose my number. <laughs> I, I say that to people all the time, not just family. Um, I, I, I don't know that I say anything. I think I'm way too nice in that regard. Do I say anything? Take a hike? See, that's not a threat. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, talk to the hand. <laughs> no, it's it's like I don't think it's really rehearsed, but it's every now and then it will, it will just say something along the lines of like, "You're dumb," <laughs> like <laughs> like don't don't actually talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In uh, the most loving lose way. Lose my number. I like lose my number. Thanks. That's a pretty good one. No, <laughs> tell this, it to someone you live with. It's really fun. <laughs> lose my number. <laughs> yes, that was a very interesting question. Creative too, Momo. Thank you. And I like the fenestra thing. We have a new word, fenestra and defenestration. So anytime you want to throw something out the window, which happens frequently in this house in the family, so we will we will use that word. Okay, this is the question I was aiming for when I missed. Um, hey, Dan and uh, Dad and Mags, I'm Brittany and I'm 23 in Washington, D.C. I started a research job in June 2021 after graduating college with a degree in economics and environmental science. And I'm now thinking of the idea of leaving the nine to five and going to be an adventure guide. Will this destroy my future? What should I think about in making this decision? Brittany, how should she factor that decision to stay with the nine to five or become an adventure guide and will that destroy her future? I have some thoughts, but I'm interested in yours first. And maybe you want to tag me in on this one. No. Don't do it? No, it won't destroy her future. No. No. The future, I think we give decisions too much credit to the future. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, if I don't go to this one college, my future's ruined. No, it's not. No, the future's so big and so long. I think it sounds like a really exciting opportunity, and it doesn't sound like a a, a definite end all be all of the for the rest of your life. If you hate it, you hate it. You can come back. You know what I mean? Maybe not to that exact same job, but more towards that career path or a different career path entirely. But I don't think that trying it um, will destroy anything. I think you'll. Even if it's not what you want, I think you'll learn more about yourself. I think you'll learn more about adventures and guiding people yeah. through them. Um, yeah. I want to know more about that. Yeah. And think about it this way. Um, well, well, the first thought that came to my mind was your future is your future. And it's in this, it's like a multiverse, right? It's like you could choose any number of decisions, take you on a different loop and a different projection of what that path might be. And you're constantly changing course and so your future is just continuing to unfold all the time. At the end of this, if you were to, to decide, I want to go back and do what I did before or mm -hmm. some other job that requires an interview for like a corporate position, you have a story to tell mm -hmm. and people will be looking at your credentials and your education and your past experience. And then you've got this, well, what else, what else have, you, have you been doing with your life? Well, you'll be the only one in that interview process <laughs> who says, yeah, well, I just got back from being an adventure guide. Yeah. And they're like, what? Tell me about this. Yeah. And suddenly you're the most interesting person they've talked to all day. 
and they want to be around interesting people in their mm -hmm. job. Like that's what they want. Yeah. Um, so I think it's only an asset. And in terms of like how you would make that decision, a um, couple thoughts would be like, which decision would make you proud of you? If you think back from like your future self and mm -hmm. you think back on this decision and you're like, you know what? I was really glad I was responsible enough to like not take that opportunity and stay with my job. Or I'm really proud of the fact that I believed in myself and I, and I decided to take a leap of faith and try something I've never done before. And, oh, you're going to go over by Maggie. Yeah. Mom's here too. Oh, but, but anyway, make yourself proud of you is what I'm saying. So Brittany, uh, good luck. Let us know how it turns out and what you decide. Super excited for you. And yes, a third agreement on that. I think you should go do it because you can go do the adventure guide for a summer. So if your current job will let you have the summer off, then I would ask for that. If not, it's something you can always, you'll always be able to look back and say, that was one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life. And I think if you don't do it, you'll regret it. Now, if you're walking away from a CEO job that you would <laughs> never get, uh, maybe, but you're probably not a CEO at 23, but you could be. So let us know how it goes. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I love the fact that we have so many people in our podcast that are from all over the world and going through their lives and they're making us a part of their lives in some way. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for doing that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing and for rating and reviewing the podcast or sharing it with your friends. Any way you interact with this show is just really important to us and we, we wanna be here for you. So continue to ask great questions and we'll keep doing good podcasts. Yeah. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. So we're gonna have a great week together, maybe make some more TikToks and um, maybe do this again because it's so much more fun when we're in the same room, I think. Yeah. We're going to do 25 podcasts while I'm home for five days. <laughs> it's going to be great. So we're going to go get on that, uh, drink a cup of coffee, and we'll be back in 10. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, everybody, thanks so much. Have a great week, and we love you. Take Mwah. care. Love you Bye. guys. Bye. Max and Dads, wholesome chaos. Max and Dads, wholesome chaos. So I have crushes. I know. And I'm going to name them right here on the podcast. So Maggie was, she, she went into the crush thing before the car was moving. When I picked you over <laughs> the airport, you're like, I'm going to date everybody. I did say that. Like, I'm going to just start dating everybody. And, and uh, I have all, lots of boys that I'm <laughs> I'm going to date them all. I'm going to date them all. New, new strategy from dating no one to dating everyone. There was a quiet moment in the car. And I, <laughs> dad's driving. And I just look over and I go, want to hear about the boys I like? <laughs> like, you want to hear about them? <laughs> I'll yes. tell you. We have a very interesting relationship. I wouldn't <laughs> trade it for anything. <laughs>